And there will be alligators for all time. Cottonmouths, great bass, herons, rare birds, spoonbills, the American eagle. this, his first answer would be to this image, this curious thing that's coming in the next century. Yeah, but if a man don't work, he ain't nothing. Well, there's others who say if a man doesn't think, he's nothing. doesn't feel, he's nothing. If he doesn't live, he's nothing. first century is beginning in little patches all over our country. And the 19th century is still living and dying in the slums of the cities. Peak in your back window. That's 
why go there just for two weeks and enjoy them? A lot of people are saying, why not live there? Zudok worked with my old man 
Gertz, Sherby, the whole gang, they're all sitting around eating salami sandwich and drinking beer and telling dirty stories and yelling and hollering. And all of a sudden, Zudok says, all right, you guys, you know, he has this quality to him like he's about to give a, an important announcement. So he says, all right, you guys, knock it off. I got an important thing to say. And so, Gertz put down a bottle of beer and he says, all right, shoot, Zudok. It's the first important thing you ever, ever said as far as I know. Let's hear it. <laughs> and of course, I've got the old ears going. I figure it's going to be another dirty story. i never forget the time Zudok told one about the turtle with the four-letter word carved on his back who wandered into Sunday school. But uh, that's another story. Anyway, I'm sitting there waiting to see what's going to happen, and Zudok stands up, and he's got his glass of beer. He says, I did an important thing today. And they waited. And then Zudok says, I ordered a house from Sears Roebuck. And everyone sat there for a minute, you know, with their with their mouth hanging open. He ordered a house from Sears Roebuck. Did you know that you could order a house from Sears Roebuck? And and it came in a kit. I mean, a real house. I'm not talking about a, a portable uh, trailer or something. A real house. And so, Shirley says, what kind of a house, Zudok? He says, a Cape Cod Imperial. Five rooms. Comes in a kit. Well, they just sat there stunned. Because not only did any nobody in this crowd own the house, none of them even paid rent. They were all squatters. The old man thought about that for a minute. He says, what do you mean it comes in a kit? You mean a house comes in a kit? Is it made out of balsa wood or something? Now watch me negotiate past this Ford. How do you like that? It isn't everybody who can steer his house like that. Oh, this is going to be exciting. Anyway, the old man says, what is it? Does it come in? Does it come in? Wow. There we go. Got to admit, I do this pretty well. The old man says, does it come in, uh, in a kit, you know, with the balsa wood? And Zudok says, what are you talking about? Balsa wood. This is a real house. It's Cape Cod. It's Imperial. It's got five rooms. And he said, I'm going to tell you, they're delivering it next Saturday down at the railroad siding, you know, down by the roundhouse. And I'm going to have a big beer party, and I want all of you guys to get out and help me unload the house off the freight cars. Well, I want to tell you, for the whole week, there was nothing but phone calls, excitement, because Zudok's house was down at the siding in a freight car. I mean, just think of it. A guy's house is in a freight car. And it comes in boxes and a kit. I mean, you got to realize what kind of excitement this caused. I mean, the old man loved kits. He was always building model airplanes and stuff like that. I mean, you know, he didn't have any work, so he built model airplanes. So he loved kits. Well... Saturday came, and they all went over to Zudok's house, and everybody had his car. I mean, my Uncle Carl came along with his panel pickup truck from the cleaning place where he worked. 
One of the guys borrowed a milk wagon, and there were about 15 cars in Zudok's backyard. He lived in this shack in the woods, and he's about to go down and buy his, get his new house out of the railroad tracks. And by the way, he had to sign a bill of lading, the whole business. So they sat around a table and they drank beer. And they were talking about how they were going to build a house. Zudok says, now look, he says, we're going to have a party. All you guys are going to get down with me. We're going to put all the boxes into the, into the trucks, into the cars. We're going to come back and we're going to start to put it together. Sounds so good, doesn't it? <laughs> just put it together. And of course, I'm sitting there just digging this. Well, all the while, it's beginning to rain outside. The rain is drifting down. And it's getting kind of cold. All the cars are parked out in the yard, and everybody's getting excited. And I would say that between the 15 or 20 guys that were present, they must have downed at least 30 gallons of beer. I mean, they were knocking it down and yelling and hollering, and the whole party atmosphere was beginning to grow. And finally, Zurak picks up the phone, and he calls down to the roundhouse. He says, you got the thing ready? You could hear him talking on the phone. He says, okay, gang, let's go! And he falls down the front steps. All up here. With my Uncle Carl behind him. Well, ten minutes later, the whole procession is moving along the railroad tracks. Have you ever been to a roundhouse to the freight yards on a Saturday afternoon when the rain is drifting down. The guys were all excited because there were two freight cars just standing on a siding all by themselves. Zudok goes into the little shack. The guy comes out with him. Gives him the seal. Says, this is it. Get it out of here by tomorrow morning or forget it. We can't keep this on a siding all day long. Now get this stuff out of here. And so Zudok swings the door open. And I'll never forget the sight. The whole side of the freight car slid back. You know those big sliding doors? And you can see stack after stack after stack of beautiful cardboard sealed cases, all with numbers on them. I mean, very involved serial numbers, like 6SJ7GT, 6SJ7GL, 6SJ7GD. Everything was carefully numbered, those beautiful sealed boxes. Well, Gertz takes one look at that. I wonder what's in the boxes! And he climbs up into the thing, and he hands a big box down to, down to Zudok, and Zudok staggers off with the box and they're packing them one after the other on the ground next to the freight train and the rain is drifting down and they're drinking more beer ten minutes of unloading and they couldn't resist Heine Gertz opens one big box here. oh see what's in this one you mind Zudok so I says no go ahead open it up he opens up the box with that, Gertz says, hey, look at this, windows. Hey, there's windows in this. Look at this, this is an attic window. And Zudok says, oh, I'll be darned. I wonder what's in this one. He opens the thing up. He rips it open with his penknife. Hey, guys, look at this. Here's the John. 
With that, of course, Sherby decides to try it. And from that minute on, it went downhill. It, it, it broke out into a party. The guys are climbing into the... Into the <laughs> they're climbing into the freight car and throwing boxes out. And as, as each box would fly out, another guy would open. Hey, here's the Venetian blinds! Look at this! Aki! Well, within a half an hour, Zudok's house is spread over two acres. And it's getting dark. It's raining harder. And Zudok is getting a little sick. And all of a sudden, my old man takes a look at his watch, says, you know, it's getting late. <laughs> You know, I forgot. Uh, we're going over to Bernice's house tonight. Uh, hey, Zudok, I'll see you later. Give me a call next week. And Zudok says, wait a minute. And already, Heine is driving down the street, and he's gone. I got in the back of the car with the old man, and I could see the rain drifting down. I'll never forget that sight as long as I live. As we pulled out of the freight yard. Thousands of empty boxes. You could see doors with doorknobs in the rain. You could see a bathtub there, and somebody had left a shoe in it. You could see a great big package of light green wood shingles. You know, after all, this was a Cape Cod Imperial house. That light green shingles. The light green shingles were spread out like a pack of playing cards all over the all over the mud. Three or four guys had walked on them. Somebody had opened up a keg of nails just to see what was in it. And he found out the nails were all over the floor of the freight car. One of the greatest things of all, have you ever seen a furnace in 322 pieces, all carefully coated in each package, and no packages? Nothing but pieces of a furnace. In the middle of all this stood Zudok. The rain coming down. He's got an empty can of Pap's blue ribbon in his hand. As he's standing amid the ruins of his brand new Sears Roebuck Cape Cod Imperial house. The old man puts the car in gear. We start driving out. It was at that moment that I heard one of the most piteous cries I've ever heard in my life. As a matter of fact, sometimes even now. And after that, after all, I was only 10 at the time. It stuck with me. Some nights now, it's 3 in the morning, I wake up and I can hear it echoing from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, boy. Zudok. With the rain coming down. And his house spread all over the ground next to him. Hollering, hey, fellas! Hey, fellas, come back! Help! Help! The old man never looked back. He just kept driving. And that night, he went out to see Bernice and Al. And he never mentioned Zudok's house again. Yeah, houses cause guys a lot of trouble. 
of trouble. Sometimes it... Sometimes it causes guys' lives to just fall apart. I'm just drifting along with a breeze. This is the kind of house to have. No trouble. No problems. When you want to park it, you park it. When you want to trade it in, you trade it in. And it doesn't come in a kit. Poor Zudok, he was ahead of his time. I'm just drifting along with the breeze. gave up the ghost about 1934 or 1935 when the Ajax mine ran out. You know, it's funny they named it Independence. The one thing they didn't have was independence. The minute the work quit, there was no life. 9,000 feet in the Rockies. Nothing but wind. Blowing through the cabins. And sky. And cold and snow. They went there because there was mine. And there's no way to put those people down because they were different. The kind of people we are. The people of the 23rd century will think we're kind of strange. see some guy pointing up to the sky talking to his kid and saying look kid you see that sky that ain't a sky that's life or there's a sky there's people that means there's life look at that sea over there it's not a sea that's life the kid will stand there with his mouth hanging open thinking his old man is making another dumb remark <laughs> independence Colorado somebody digging up your stereo set putting it in the British Museum of Archaeology maybe a piece of your television set rabbit ears maybe your bowling ball I guess in the end no matter what kind of life we live no matter how we live it no matter where we live it we're always going to feel somewhere, somehow, there's a better system, there's a better way of life. It's the constant search for paradise, Eden. And what do we get? Worn out tennis shoes, busted pots, rusty nails. Thank you.
falling through broken windows. Burlap curtains. I wonder who the lady was who put them up. One day, up on the moon, they're going to be looking up at the sky and saying, if we can only get out of this place, it's beginning to hem me in. 